This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Because it's crazy, right? Like by Friday, like we went to sleep last night um, off a win. We went to sleep last night thinking, okay, they responded. Alex, let's run through, I guess, the series of events today, November 1st. Shams bomb, Woj bomb, the Nets fired Steve Nash. That's at 12.52. Uh, and Twitter starts going crazy not long after that because the decision was mutual. I'll let, I'll let, I'll let Alex run through all of these screenshots so anyone that missed Twitter earlier and how that all played out can see. One thing led to another. Ime Udoka's name immediately. It's twelve. It's two two twelve. That's like not even two hours after. So this all had to be in the works, right? Um, could be finalized in the next twenty four to forty eight hours. Robin already knew. Like in our chat, Robin was like, "Yeah, by Friday, <laughs> keep going with the screenshots." <laughs> Jagmon obviously will fill in as the interim head coach, the Bubble Nets coach. When you just saw Steve Nash get tossed against the Bucks, Jacques Vaughn got up and did nothing, so he'll do that until Ime is ready to go. And Steve Nash signs off. A thank you to Brooklyn. A very heartfelt blah, 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 blah. Doesn't matter. He could not coach, and he could not wait to get away from the headache that is the Brooklyn Nets. I wouldn't yeah. be able to wait either. God. And first of all, I think... The Kyrie thing is still going to have to be addressed. That's one. Two, the the, the the Yudoka hiring is going to have to be addressed by the team, given the fact that he was under suspension by the, the Boston Celtics to start the season. And then three is the macro perspective of what this means for the team. Because I expect once Yudoka takes over for the team to improve. He's a better coach. Um, he, I, I believe, will have the respect of some of the players in, in the locker room, most notably, obviously, Kevin Durant. And I expect the, the Nets to play better. I expect the, the Nets to, to beat the Bulls. I expect the Nets to maybe go on a little bit of a, a winning streak. You know, firing a coach tends to galvanize a team for a short period of time. I expect the, the Nets to be coached better as a whole. But what it might mean is doubling down on this era. And that is, I think, the, the big question. Do you really want to double down on this era? Or if you're a fan, or is it the reasonable move if you're in management to, to press the, the big red button and say enough is enough, you know, buy Kyrie, trade KD, move on and reconstruct the team. I, I think that's the crossroads you're facing. And a move like this means they're pushing the chips back in. I could be wrong. Maybe they. Yeah, I, I, I mean, this is a doubling down on controversy, right? 
you're bringing you have Kyrie and and that radioactive situation which is still yet to be touched by the Nets or the NBA and now you're bringing in what was really the first major you know personal uh craziness story uh, of this NBA season I guess of the off season and that's the kind of thing that you don't do if you're going to blow everything up right because that is I mean that's going to bring some heat onto the Nets and we talked about this before we go live and Robin you might have more insight into this than I do but the Celtics are going to have an incentive to release uh, more information uh, about Ime Udoka's situation, which has yet to come to light. And that's going to put more heat on the Nets. And you don't do that if you're a team that is looking to trade away all of their, their major pieces and kind of fade into that good night uh, quietly because you do not want to bring attention to yourself if you're going to admit defeat in that way. Well, you know, every time there's a move like this and the dust settles a little bit, there's always the reported piece of how did we get here that has like the nuggets of information we didn't have before. So whomever that is that drops that is going to put a couple of the things that they get from whoever their sources are as to why the Udoka situation broke down to the degree it did with the Boston Celtics. Okay, so let's back up a little bit. Um, <laughs> we did a podcast yesterday, which was kind of like an emergency podcast mm-hmm. because we felt like we had to address the Kyrie Irving situation. Four four on the clock. Let's pull up these uh, anti or the fight anti semitism shirts that were courtside last night. Now, in the podcast mm-hmm. yesterday, I said I expected some kind of protest at Barclays Center. Whether it was outside or inside, I didn't know, but I assumed it would be outside, maybe with some signs, maybe some upset fans of the Brooklyn Nets. But we got to see uh, courtside seats. I think one season ticket holder joined by uh, a group of five others, six others, all wearing matching shirts, sending a message. Supposedly they did interact with Kyrie, and Kyrie gave him a thumbs up and said something like, I appreciate you, but they said something along the lines of like, you know, we told him we love you anyway, even though you hate us. It is a bad look. Brooklyn is a area with black people, Jewish people, all kinds of people. The Brooklyn Nets have a diverse fan base. Anyone that's told you that the Brooklyn Nets aren't selling tickets or that, uh, you know, attendance is down, that's a lie. I put together a couple screenshots from the first few games, 100% capacity at Barclays Center, except for last night, Halloween night coming off of Kyrie not apologizing, not saying, not even clarifying uh, his post. So here we are today. Um, you, you have that, and that is festering. I woke up today. They're talking about it on uh, Tiki and Tierney on WFAN, and they don't even have all the facts straight. I'm, I'm sending messages in saying, hey, tell BT that Kyrie did delete the tweet. He may not have apologized, and I'm not defending him. I think it was stupid because – I said yesterday, you got to be out of your mind. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply to do something like this after the week you saw Kanye West have. You see Kanye West getting his ass beat and you decide to jump into that? Kind of crazy. But that's where we were this morning in the AM. People are saying, okay, 
He ducked the media last night, right? He wasn't made available after the second Pacers game. He may be available tonight. We don't know. But I look at all of this as the Nets saying, hey, we are in uh, like maybe the Nets um, crisis management PR. We are in uh, not good space right now. We're two and five. Please don't forget that the team was losing games. They could have lost that game last night. KD obviously had some heroics and they were able to hold that team off. But the number one reason for firing Nash, right, is because he can't coach. He couldn't call timeouts, right? He didn't challenge plays when he needed to, his rotations, the defense, whatever. Steve Nash is out. Nets fans applauded that. We were at practice in the park. When Steve Nash came out, he came out to booze. That was weeks before Kyrie did this stupid shit. And even last night, Christian Winfield tweeted out, Kyrie gets announced, the fans cheer. Steve Nash gets announced, and the fans Boo. So this was, you know, I think I said this in one of the first couple episodes. If they're losing right now, maybe they're losing and thinking about making a coaching change. They should have did it in the summer. They should have did it after they were swept in the first round. But here we are today. Steve Nash is out. Kyrie Irving still has not apologized. This anti-Semitic tweet that he or this anti-Semitic movie that he tweeted the link to with no context. He didn't write a caption. He didn't explain anything. He also didn't explain it in the postgame. So we're still here now with people putting words into Kyrie's mouth, saying what Kyrie thinks, saying what the Brooklyn Nets should do, saying what the NBA should do. And that's still up in the air. Well, you know, I, I, I said it yesterday, but I don't think that's going anywhere. You know, that's one of those ones that sticks. And, and we'll see, you know, how the, the fan base as a whole responds to it. But from a media standpoint and from certain fans who are hurt, it's going to stick. And, and I think, like I said, uh, Kyrie had a chance to say, hey, I didn't get that message, but I understand why people took it that way, given some of what's in there. I completely denounced that. I apologize. I'm taking it down. My bad. And, and we would have moved on. But because he was so obstinate, in that press conference, he made it worse. And now you are dealing with fans who are probably conflicted, who don't know what to do with, with one blow on top of another blow on top of another blow. They didn't fire Steve Nash in the summer because Kevin Durant said to fire Steve Nash. And they didn't want to look like they were just bending at, at his whim at that time to fire Marks and, and Nash. Knew. KD was on to something. He knew this shit but, was a circus. And, and KD <laughs> played great, by the way, uh, last night. Congratulations to KD, ninth all, 19th all-time in scoring. He's in the midst of an all-time NBA career. Uh, you can't take that away from him. But at the same time, he's basically been running the show, you know, at, at least in, in so, to some degree. You have to uh, believe his influence ha- has been rampant throughout this time period. And all it has been is, is misery and circling around the drain. So that has to be factored in as well. But like I said, I, I do think, you know, they're going to be the most hated team in the league, most likely. Uh, some of their fans are going to have trouble, I think, stomaching everything that's going on. They're likely to become a better basketball team because Yudoka's a good coach. He's a good defensive coach. The Celtics were a brilliant defensive team last year. And we'll, we'll, uh, we'll test that theory of winning cures everything. I, I think the Nets will test that theory of winning cures everything if they can get on a run right here in the midst of all this.